0: Uh, You know, some habits are just hard to break. Uh, I'm glad that you're able to jump in with us uh, wherever you are, uh, in your living room, um, in your car, pulled over on the side of the road. If you're in your car, hopefully you're not driving. Uh, We're glad that you're able to join us this morning. Uh, This is Mother's Day. Um, Hopefully this didn't catch any of you men by surprise. Um, If it did, um, just wing it. Man, that's all I can tell you. Uh, I tell couples when they come to me, Uh, for marital counseling, I I look at the guy and I say, let me tell you three things uh, that'll help you a whole lot, but you have to mean them uh, in in your marriage as you go, yes, dear, I'm sorry. It was all my fault. I don't know if that'll help you today if you forgot, but um, sorry, guys. Uh, We're we're in Luke. Uh, We've been going through the gospel of Jesus according to Luke uh, for several weeks now. And and uh, in in a really neat passage this morning. Um, for the last couple of weeks, we've kind of kind of looked at uh, Zechariah and Elizabeth. Uh, if you'll remember, Zechariah and Elizabeth um, didn't have children. Zechariah was a priest. Uh, he was in the temple uh, doing his priestly duties when he was visited by the angel Gabriel, who told him, uh, "God has heard your prayers, and God is going to answer them, and you'll have a son, and his name." will be john and and we talked about the name john means the grace uh, of the lord and and uh it's really interesting we'll compare them a a little bit today uh the the responses zechariah's response wasn't exactly exemplary um and it's kind of neat that god still worked through him uh god still carried him along he didn't he didn't say never mind then Um, but we're going to dig into that a little bit today Uh, we get to look at at Mary's response as the angel Gabriel comes to her. So uh, if you would, turn with me uh, to Luke chapter 1. This is beginning in verse 26. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. Uh, Oddly enough, her name means rebellion. Uh, not, Not quite sure what to make of that. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one. The Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. the son of God and behold your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son this is the sixth month with her who was called barren for nothing will be impossible with God and Mary said behold I am the servant of the Lord let it be to me according to your word and the angel departed from her uh, really interesting to, to look at the two responses between Zechariah and Mary. But before we get into there, let me let me give you just a, a little bit of a language lesson. Uh, hopefully there's some of you out there who, who this would be a little interesting to. I love languages. I, I love to dig into it, especially uh, the biblical languages. Um, although Hebrew was not my favorite, um, kind of stressed a little bit uh, uh, over that, maybe because it's backwards. You, you go from the right to the left, weird little squiggles. Um, Greek made a lot more sense. But anyways, uh, so the Old Testament, you, you probably know, the Old Testament was written in Hebrew. Now, this is the language of the Jews. Uh, the New Testament uh, that we're reading right now was written in Greek. And, and so the, there's a few little nuances that, that we need to understand as as we go through this passage particularly, uh, but but it, it'll help you a whole lot if you think of this as you read the Greek New Testament, as you read uh, the the letters that Paul wrote uh, the stories, the gospels, uh, the life and ministry of Jesus. Now, now the common market or the common or or, or the market language of the day was Greek. Uh, th- this is so odd to us. If you've ever traveled to other countries, particularly Africa, they have each country uh, in Africa has multitudes uh, of languages. Uh, I had the privilege to go to Ethiopia. In Ethiopia, Amharic is the national language. But as you travel around a little bit, especially outside the capital of Addis Ababa, uh, you'll you'll find that there are other languages that people speak. In fact, uh, at one point, uh, we were in southern Ethiopia. The language there was Gobo. Um, We speak English, sort of. Uh, So we've got English, we've got Amharic, and we have Gobo. You can imagine what the translation was like. So we say something in English, the translator that we had with us translated from from english to amharic and then we had another translator that translated from amharic to gobo to the little child who would say something in gobo and then it goes all the way back up so a five minute conversation took about an hour uh with us there so we don't get that in english because we mainly uh in in the united states of of america speak english some of us speak it with a twang um i went to mississippi um I'm not sure that was English, but uh the the fellow there told me that it was anyways, the common language of the day when you went out of the market in the time of the New Testament was greek that's That's what you would trade with so so most everyone spoke Greek at least enough uh, to to get by and to trade but but what you need to understand is that the Jews in their homes spoke Aramaic. Which is a form of Hebrew. Are, are you confused? Well, be sure and go to the U version, and you can look in the notes there. But but I said all that to say this: whenever we get to these things in Scripture, sometimes we forget um, we're reading it an English translation from Greek. But what what Mary and and what Joseph and what Zechariah and Elizabeth spoke. Was Aramaic, a form of Hebrew. And the reason I said all this is to say this. He said, His name will be Jesus. uh, That that you will name him Jesus. That doesn't mean a whole lot to us. Jesus is the English version of a Greek word. So the Greek word is Jesus. Means nothing to you. That's okay. It means nothing to me either. But what you have to go back to is Joshua, which is the, the Hebrew or Aramaic, the, the Hebrew version. That's what the angel said to Mary. His name will be called Joshua. That's Hebrew. That is Yeshua, we would take it. And what that means is Yahweh is salvation. So what the angel is telling mary is you will bear a son and his name will be called yahweh is salvation or if you want to it's not much of a, a stretch to say that the salvation of yahweh this child that you will have his name will be the salvation of yahweh now that means a whole lot more to us than just to say his name will be called jesus so Mary understood very clearly what the angel Gabriel was saying. In fact, he said he will be called the Son of the Most High. I, I love, and you guys know this already about me, that, that, that I love to really dig into Scripture, to put myself there in their place. And, and I love it that we have Zechariah and his response. This is the same angel, Gabriel, Remember who is his name means the strength of God. So here's this massive, I, I think he was a massive angel. He was intimidating and posing. Both of them were frightened, Mary and Zechariah, whenever Gabriel appeared to them. And, and here's this angel, and, and he tells Zechariah, they'll bear a son, and his name is the grace of God. Remember, that's what John means, the grace of the Lord, actually. And he appears to, to Mary. Zechariah's response um, Uh, was a little bit different than than mary's so what i want to dig into today is really what is the proper response we've talked about um when god speaks to us and and last week we 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 talked about where we want to be and in, in that so that we're able to receive but but i want to talk today about what our what the proper response is whenever god speaks to us how should we respond so here, let, let, let's look at these, and we're going to begin with the first one with ask. I know that doesn't seem like it ought to be the proper response, um, but, but sometimes it very well could be, but, but, but I want to look at two different kinds of questions that we see here. W- with Zechariah, his question was, how do I know this will happen, basically, that's what he's saying. How do I know? When, when the angel Gabriel told him, he, he said, how do I know this will happen? I am old and my wife now she's not old she's just advanced in years. I love the way he switched there. Really, what this question is is implying it's more than an implication, but what it's revealing to us is that Zechariah is basically saying, "I don't believe you. I don't believe. Prove it." it was kind of his response when he asked the question, and, and it's interesting uh, that the the angel gave her. I love how God. You know, God loves us so much, uh, he puts up with a whole lot from us. Zechariah was actually showing a lack of faith. And it's funny that this is the priest, or in today's terms, this is the pastor who's showing a lack of faith. And, and it didn't change what God was going to do, but but I think it changed a little bit for Zechariah how things were going to be uh, Gabriel basically said, well, if you need some proof, you know, I'm Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God. I came to tell you what he told me to tell you. But if that's not enough, you won't be able to speak until all these things come to pass. Nine months, at least. Mary's question sounds really similar to Zechariah, but, but there's a huge difference in here. Mary's question was, how will this happen how will this happen and, and what mary's question really kind of reveals for us is that she's saying i don't understand i'm, I'm not even married i'm i'm engaged i'm betrothed and that's a bit more uh, today people say they're engaged kind of on a whim that's not what they're talking about here this was already a legal um, um uh, relationship that they had that kind of betrothal engagement Mary, Mary's like, it, uh, parents, cover your kids' ears. Are you ready? Or you can explain this to them later. This is one of the great things about you guys being remote. Mary says, I'm a virgin. <laughs> um, I don't understand how this will be. She's not saying, I don't believe this will be or prove it. She, she's just saying, I, I don't understand. And and that's that's a big difference from, how do I know that you're going to do this? And so Gabriel's response to Mary was totally different than his response to Zechariah. Uh, I, I, I love it. So so Gabriel explains it to her. Hey, have you ever, got God's ever moving in your life or moving in your heart and... Yeah. You know that this is the direction that God wants you to go. And you say, Lord, I, I, I'm not sure. I don't understand. Help me to understand. God is so loving and he's so gracious and kind. But the angel Gabriel did that for her. It, it's, it's amazing. Here's what he said. The angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you'll conceive in your womb and you'll bear a son. You'll call his name Jesus. He will be great. He'll be called the son of the most high. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David, and he will reign in the house of Jacob forever. And, and of his kingdom, there will be no end. And, and Mary hearing that, I believe not doubting at all. Her response to the angel was, how will this be since I am a virgin? Basically, she's saying, I don't understand there's a a disconnect here and and that happens a lot of times with us when God is moving and working we only see what is God God has a whole different perspective than we and and I think it's okay sometimes for us to say God I don't understand I don't understand what's happening I can't see you moving Lord I I know this is you and and I believe but but God help me to understand and the angel said The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And then he goes on to say, uh, it's kind of nice, Mary didn't ask for a sign, um, but, but Gabriel gave her one. He said, your sister Elizabeth has conceived. And she's in the fifth month. And I love this. Mary's response is amazing to me now we we assume uh, from what what we know in of the culture and scripture and, and from what it says here that that Mary was fairly young she wasn't married she she was a virgin I, I would say that she was probably mature for her age just based on her response but she was pretty young and her response was so much more mature than the pastor's response Then the priest responds, Zechariah. Here's what Mary said. The the first thing we do is ask. It's okay to say, God, I don't understand. That's okay. The second thing that Mary did was to acknowledge. Her response is, I am the servant of the Lord. Isn't that neat, the the, the way she does that? The very next thing that, that she says here, Uh, This is down in in verse 38. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. What she was doing, I believe, this is an acknowledgement of ownership. Mary's saying, Look, my life is not my own anyway. God, it's not about me. It's not about what I want. It's not me. It's you. And and so in this acknowledgement, what Mary is saying is, I belong to you anyways. I am a servant of the Lord. Behold, I am a servant of the Lord. I, I love that. W- what if our response was that way a, a lot more? W- whenever God moves and, and, and works and prompts and some of the things that God um, impresses upon us to do isn't easy. And what, what if our response was an acknowledgement of ownership? In fact, that's what we're told. Paul says, you are not your own. You have been bought with a price. I, I don't know if you've really thought about that much. Uh, since you have become a Christian, since you have declared your faith in Jesus Christ. You don't belong to you anymore. I don't belong to me. Oh, we tend to think about this a whole lot more with our stuff, right? Um, and, and and you've probably heard me say this. I got it from someone else. Um Someone runs into your your truck, and and immediately we say, God, did you see what they did to your truck? (laughs) What what, what are you going to do about that? We think of this with our stuff a whole lot more than than we do us. That I don't belong to me. My life is not my own. I've been bought with a price. And, And Mary acknowledges this Way before Jesus ever died on the cross for her. Maybe that's why. God chose her. Maybe that's why. The angel Gabriel. Had such a strange greeting for her. Greetings O favored one. (laughs) The Lord is with you. And Mary here. Hearing something that would blow our socks off. I would be. I would be more scared after what the angel told me than when he first showed up. You're going to do what? That, that, that would have blown my mind. I, I, I would have been in shock, I believe. And, and Mary's response was amazing. She's, she just basically said, I'm, I'm the servant of the Lord. God, I'm yours. And in that, she's acknowledging ownership, that she's not her own, she belongs to him. And then finally, um, a a proper response when God speaks to us is to act. Now, this isn't so much that, that we do. Here's what Mary said. Mary said, let it be done to me according to your word. This is an amazing young woman. She she says, okay, God, you do, you do what you want. And I try not to read too much in the scripture, but as I read this, I'm immediately transported to the garden of Gethsemane. When, When Jesus is agonizing, knowing that the cross lay ahead for him, he said, Lord, if there's Father, if there's any other way, let this cup pass from me. Yet not not my will, but Your will be done. That's really kind of the reflection of what I see here. Today's Mother's Day, and 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 we know we know that Jesus is God in the flesh. That He is God the Son become flesh, is the way that that John describes it to us. And and yet, I, I. I really believe that God chose Mary because she was the one that, that God knew he wanted to raise his son. And and I think I, I think that that she imparted uh, even though this is kind of weird, Jesus is all God, he's all man, the, the good fancy theological word for that is the hypostatic union we don't know how that works exactly he was fully God and fully man and his mother had an influence on him and and we can see that 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 began early early when the angel Gabriel came to Mary told her what God was going to do I I imagine uh, that, that there was a lot going through her mind And and yet her response was, let it be done to me according to your word. Okay, God. (laughs) And and what I see in this response is a release of control. And, And I don't know about you, but that's where I struggle a lot. There wasn't a thing Mary could do in all this. This was all what God was going to do. Can you imagine, parents, (laughs) can can you imagine what your response would be? Oh, my goodness, how am I going to raise this child? I know, that's pretty much the response you had when your kid was born. (laughs) But, But this was no ordinary child. This is God the Son become flesh the Son of the Most High. And, and yet Mary's response is, Lord, let it be done to me according to your word. And, and in that response, what Mary did was gave up control. We're living in, in really a time that is unprecedented, at least in American history. If you're like me, there's a whole lot of stuff I kind of wished I had some control over uh, it, It's been asked to me a few times when are we going to be able to get back together that's not I just don't have any control over that. I don't know when when we know something we'll we'll tell you when are we going to be able to go sit down and eat in a restaurant again i I love the video that we showed for moms that that's our that, that's kind of our tradition. We take mom uh, out to eat, but, but not today. There's so many things that aren't in our control. And, and when, when God speaks to us, I think probably one of the best things we can do is just ask him our questions. God, I don't, I don't understand he can handle our question he even handled zechariah's which implied unbelief but the proper response is god I, i don't understand would you help me would you help me in this and then to just acknowledge i'm god i'm yours every breath i breathe every step i take every everything that is in me belongs to you i i've been bought with a price i don't belong to myself anymore i belong to you and just acknowledge ownership god i'm yours and and then finally god would you would you act would you do what you want to do mary's response let it be done to me according to your word let let that be our our response lord God, what, whatever you want, that's what I want you to do. And in that, a release of control. That's hard. That's hard. If, if you're like me, uh, w- what that looks like oftentimes is laying it down at the foot of the cross. And then I want to pick it right back up. <laughs> And sometimes we do, and God has to remind us, Larry, lay, lay that down. Turn that over to me, and, and just release it for me to work the way that I want to work. for. And we know that God works for our good and for his glory. So today, here's my encouragement to you. Here, here's my admonishment for us all let's let's make sure that we are in a position to hear god speak let's make sure that that we're ready to to obey to to trust him and and to obey but but let's let our response be the proper response questions are okay god can handle our questions lord i don't i don't understand god this is this is painful. This, this, this hurts. God can handle our questions. So, so we ask our questions, but we also acknowledge, Lord, at the same time, I don't have to understand everything. I, I acknowledge that I belong to you. I'm yours. You do with me whatever you want. In fact, God, not my will, but your will be done. And, and just release that control to him. And, and maybe today maybe today God has brought something very specific to mind maybe maybe the Holy Spirit has has pointed his finger on your heart in a very specific place and you know exactly what it is that that God is calling you to do you know exactly what it is that that God is calling you uh, to to acknowledge that you're his about uh, and, and acknowledge that, that 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 he has control and, and and just ask him to move and work and And maybe there's something that you just need to let go of today. Uh, As we pray, I would encourage you to do that. Um, Maybe you don't know. And so maybe in this time uh, of invitation and response, you just need to pray, God, Lord, even though I might not understand, God, I acknowledge that I'm yours, and I just ask you to act and move in my life however you want. And, And then be ready For God to show you what that is. Maybe you've never come to a place where you've come to faith in Christ. Where you've never trusted in him as Lord and Savior. And and today God is is moving in your heart. And you know that's what you need to do. As we pray I would just ask you to do that. You You can actually follow the same pattern. The proper response for salvation is really the same. God I don't understand everything. But I acknowledge that you died, Jesus, on the cross. You took my sin and you paid the penalty. You took the punishment for my sin. And so I just ask you to forgive me of my sin. I'm not my own. You've bought me with a price. And I just just turn myself over to you. I just release control and give it all to you. There's no magic prayer. It's simply believing, trusting in Christ as Savior. Join me together as we pray. Father, you are amazing. God, the way that you love us continues to amaze and astound me. The way that you pursue us for a relationship with you. Lord, I just thank you. And God, I pray that, uh, Lord, you would help us. uh, Whenever you move and work in our midst, when you speak to us, that, that you would help us. God, even in our, our lack of understanding to trust, God, remind us that we're not our own. It's not my life. It's not my career. It's not my job. It's not my has Nothing is mine. I don't even belong to me anymore. I belong to you. I've been bought with a price. And, and God, because of who you are, I can trust you. And, and my response can be like Mary's, Lord, let it be done to me according to your word. And, in other words, God, we, we ask that you would move and work in our hearts and our lives according to your will and your desire. And God, we just give up control. And we give it to you, trusting you. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name, amen.